0: Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Tuesday, September sixth, special teams coordinator Michael Clay spoke to the media. Who's a palm turner? Why would I want to tell you guys that? Uh, No, we have enough guys that we feel comfortable, so we'll wait till Sunday at one oh five or one oh one, whatever time we kick off in Detroit. Who are the candidates? Who do you you see kind of trying out for that spot? I mean, there's plenty of guys we've had out there from, you know, we've had – we have Kenny, Boston's done it, you know, Avante's been back there catching punts. You know, we've got enough guys where we feel comfortable enough where when a push comes to shove and we want to get out there and get some returns, we got enough guys out there. Specific you know who, who is going to return punts today? And you're not saying it for a competitive advantage, or are you still debating who's going to be the punt
1: return? Do I know? Like, who's yeah. going?
0: To- I'm saying. I know you're not going to tell us. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it for uh, you know for for the competitive advantage for the most part. But in my mind, I know who's going to be out there the first punt return. What What are the specific attributes you are you looking for as a punt returner? Like you know, obviously catch the ball, but what other attributes are you looking for in that position? You know, obviously, like you said, catch the ball, but you also want to have the vision and you know the feel to get. You know, we like to say get a first down. You know, when we say get a first down, getting ten yards, getting north and south, getting down the field, protecting the ball, making the first guy miss, because there is guys out there, and you know, in this league, there's gunners out there that run four three. That they're going to make some guys miss on the outside, but if they can make the first one miss, and we get a next level block, that ten yards turns into a twenty yard return. So making the first guy miss, catching the ball, then and, and um, you know, just giving that extra juice that may you know help propel the team to you know some momentum swings. How about kick returner, who are your candidates there? Uh, Ari, the first uh answer, I guess. There's plenty of guys we have out there that we feel comfortable with, again, um, doing some things like that, but again, for competitive advantage, um, we'll just wait till Sunday uh, when we put that ball on the tee. No, kicker, kicker? uh uh-huh. We'll keep that again as a, as a question for everybody else to find out on uh, at one o'clock in Detroit. What do you like about having uh, Burton Covey on the uh, practice squad and what he show you on uh, the summit? Um, you know, there's, a, there's plenty of guys I like on our practice squad. You know, when we have um, enough players out there that could, you know, they have their name called at any point, really gives you a lot of confidence when you get into game planning. Um, and not just Britain, um, just guys on, you know, other guys on the practice squad that help us get ready for the game. And I know I like, go uh, to lean on them, you know, just in case something happens all the way up till Sunday, which has happened before where you have to wait for a guy the last minute, but he's ready to go. So it's not just Britain. It's, you know, everybody else on the practice squad that has to be ready to go just in case their name's called. What about Aaron this, this summer that might make you feel more confident in him after some struggles last year? Yeah. You know, I, my confidence has never wa- wavered in Aaron. Um, obviously we you know, we've already talked about this enough. You know, he had bad couple games last year, and you know, you guys have asked him, and he's talked about it. But him coming back, and you know, having a very good off season in terms of just working on some things mechanically, he's done with, with Tyler Brown as well. Then going back, you know, to himself. You know, it's all credit to him getting ready for his second year. And you know, just like anything else in this league, no one's ever a finished product. You know, it was his first league, first year last year, really doing it. Um, He had his ups he had his downs just like anybody else in this league, but him coming back You know putting his head down getting ready for this upcoming year um, to help our team I think he's done a really good job and you know those preseason games I thought he did a really good job of flipping the field especially in that Miami game um, he was out there and he, he flipped the field for those guys. So we're going to keep that momentum going. And you know he has you know good rapport with with Aaron, with, Aaron, with Jake, with Rick. You know it's not just a, a one man show out there. Then getting those guys on the outside and the interior to block for him. So it's just keeping that confidence that we've been uh, we've been striving for all all, see, all camp. I know we, we probably talked about this last year, but when you go up against fifth, uh, how much like is, is there an extra level to sort of the chess match of going up against a guy who, who you know so well and who you know knows you so well? Uh, you know, it, that's actually a very good question. I wouldn't say there's like an extra incentive towards it, but you know, all 31 other coordinators, they're at a coordinating spot because they are very good coaches, and we I respect every every one of them. Then, uh, with FIP, you know, working under him and just how hard he, he game plans and tries to find an extra advantage. So, just being able to try and match that and give our guys the same type of uh, energy and the same type of uh, game plan. So when they're going out there, they're confident in doing whatever they're doing out there. And once again, FIP, I mean, you could just look at the stats he's done in the past. 10 years as a coordinator. I mean, I think he has something like 18 total blocks, 12 total touchdowns. Like, his work is very much something that you strive for, regardless of if you work for him or you don't work for him. And he's one of those coordinators that's well respected um, throughout the league. I was just very fortunate to to first get into special teams learning under him um, back in 14. So, just with FIP, you know, you just got to be ready for anything. And he's done a very good job last year in Detroit. And I just have the utmost respect for him. If you look at the Lions, what, what do you see first? What do they do well uh, on special teams? I mean, they, just like everybody else, they play hard. They're disciplined. Um, they, they have good specialists out there, and Jack Fox and, and, and Cyber and everything like that. Then They've got some guys on the outside that could run, so it's going to be a very good test for us come week one um, in terms of that. But, you know, just – just like anybody else, we gotta be ready for everything. You never know what's going to happen week one, so we're gonna we're gonna make sure we're we're on top of everything and uh, get these guys ready to go. Is it less challenging as a, as a special teams coordinator once you get the 53 man roster in place? Now you can begin to kind of zero in on who's going to do what job, as opposed to you know maybe training camp or summer when you don't know who the, the guys are going to be. Uh, in terms of our team, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, not so much because you, you, during training camp, you know, in the practices, you really get to see other guys in different spots and what they're most comfortable with. So probably by the – after the first week, well, you kind of understand this is the role this guy is going to have and try to get him as confident as possible in that role um, regarding to if they do make the 53. And to the guys that made the 53, we're ready we're to go and just want to get out there come tomorrow and practice and make sure we start off with a, with a, with a good and outcome uh, practice tomorrow. When you look at the – Turn candidates. It's it's clear whoever it is, it won't be someone who's been a full time returner in the NFL before, at least on months. What made you guys confident or comfortable to go into the season that way? You know, it's just you know, sometimes it's how the cookie crumbles at times, but it's also with the practice habits. You know, there is times out there where you guys see it or don't see it. You know, when they're catching the ball off a live, you know, a life leg or off the jugs right there. You know, Aaron Moorhead does a great job when with the returners back there. Say it's a punt day, but he's back there with the returners. You know, coaching them up, getting them confident enough to win with their feet, catching high hands and everything. So it's a it's a group effort, but once again, it comes down to me making that decision with Howie and Nick, and you know, talking through it. Just, you know, we're trying to have the best 11 out there to give our team the best advantage to win come Sunday. When you look at your kickoff coverage, how do you think it's approved this year as opposed to where it was last year? Yeah, you know, with our kickoff coverage, you know, we just in terms of improvement, we just, we don't want to have the, the ebbs and flows where, you know, for example we came out in the New Orleans game and we did a really good job with that, then say we come out the next week and we give up a big one right there. It's the confidence and the to get consistent coverage down there uh, with our players, and you know, just working, you know, the fundamentals. You know, a lot of the times when it comes to special teams, yes, you could game plan a lot of it, but a lot of it comes down to the special teams fundamentals. Hey, let's fall back on this. Whether it's a technique here and there to make the returner stop or make them go east and west so everybody could get down there. So it's just you know refining those techniques, and that's on on me to go back and see why. There were some leaks in our coverage last year. Well, how can we get better? And that's on me to get these guys going with drills during training camp, during OTAs and stuff like that. But once again, it's all about a mindset when it comes to special teams when we kick that ball off and if they want to return it, or from nine deep, we gotta make sure we're down there to give our defense a long field, cause in turn that'll give our offense a shorter field right there. What's blanking upside on special teams? With Reed, I mean he comes in every day, you know ready to work. He's like, he he wants to work. He wants to get a lot of information in terms of why they do this on special teams. Why do we do this on special teams? And he's done a great job with it. Um, And just like everybody else on the roster, everything, you know, Competition breeds greatness, so he's competing every day with everyone else, and he's done a great job in terms of understanding. Because he didn't do a lot of special teams at Middle Tennessee State, but he's done a great job so far. You know, taking command when he's played the PP, um, going down there on kickoff coverage, especially in those joint practices. So it's always cool to see you know a young guy keep growing and getting better each day. Same thing, I guess, with Nakobe Dean. Right? He didn't play a lot of special teams at Georgia. house he adjusted to uh, being on teams? Uh, he's done a great job. I mean, N'Kobe's just a very good football player. When you have good football players, they, they'll catch up on things really quick, regardless if they, they played it in college or not. So N'Kobe's been doing a great job, and he's got a good room to learn from. You know, T.J. Edwards, you know, he came in undrafted free agent. He did a heck of a job um, playing special teams, and he earned his right to play some some defense. Um, Sean Bradley, who's come in as a late-round draft, but just getting tidbits here and there from them um, is always going to help Nico, and he's, I mean, he's a student of the game the guy is super smart so you tell him one thing he's going to take it to heart every time and he probably won't make that mistake if he does make a mistake. What's the outlook for Devin Allen as a special teams player? Yeah I mean just like everybody else you, know, you try to get them ready for whatever it is and kudos to Devin um, you know, you take six years off anything, it's going to be a little rusty. But he came in every day, got better every day, made some plays out there when he gave him the opportunity. So it's just him, you know, keeping that confidence going and just, you know, coaching him every day, regardless if he's on practice squad or not, giving him the opportunity to, say, hey, we get some extra reps after practice. Regardless if it's a returner, or gunner, blocking wise, something like that. So for Devin to come in, you know, six years out, and you know, having the traits that he has and making a couple plays, it's very exciting to at least keep working with him and try to keep him growing. You know, just the understanding of the whole special teams aspect. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.